This is... Wait, we should establish, like, what we want to talk about. What I, are the bullet I, points we need to I, hit here? I, I got it. I got it. Okay, so we tell them that the show is called Do You Want to Make a Podcast? It is a fireside chat between two best friends who are on the hunt to create the perfect podcast. They have a lot of ideas, and they can't decide what they want to talk about. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's it. We that's 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 the like, synopsis. Then we'll then we'll plug the social media. Do we want to do like social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we'll tell them to follow us at Do You Want to Pod, all spelled out. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at Do You Want to Make a Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it. That works for me. Wait, I think we just did it. We did it. That was my that was my plan all along. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Except hello, because now the show's starting. Yes, it is. Hello, we did the we did the beach thing last week. That was a week. Ah, uh, yes. That, I think that was last Ta- week. Time, time is time it's, is a it's flat a, circle. It's it's a blur when you're on the open sea. Oh wait, did we go on that boat? Is that what you're trying to get at? I forget. I've, what happened? I don't know where you've been, but I've been sailing the SS anxiety all across the world. I've been too wrapped up in my anxieties. To really acknowledge where I am, wrapped up in a blanket under the, yeah, un, in, in the in, 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 in the, the brig brig. You why did you lock yourself in the brig? You could have gone anywhere on the boat you wanted. Uh, it wasn't me. It was the captain. I murdered a man. <laughs> well, that's 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 fitting. I well, I murdered an anxiety uh, demon actually. Ooh, but um, but nice. it was my anxiety demon, so it actually just. Gave me more guilt. <laughs> and uh, so they threw me in the brig. Just but luckily the- they did give me this blanket. Uh, so uh, nice at least it feels like I have a warm hug here. A weighted blanket? In the brig. Yes, it is a weighted blanket. Yes. Helps with that anxiety. Well, that's wonderful. But yes, yes. just I was just trying to say hello in a different fashion. Ahoy, matey. Yes, thank goodness we're not still on that ship. Correct. The ship that ship has sailed. Literally. Away. Far oh, away. Away. Yes, we got off it once you saved me from the brig. <laughs> I I swooped I swung in on a rope and I was like, Yeah and I like had a pirate one of those curved swords. You know? Yes. A cutlass. A cutlass. I think is what they it's are. Like, I don't ha-ha! know. Ha ha And then there was lots of there was fanfare. There's a there's a Oh, fanfare? There's a resident orchestra aboard the ship to, wow. to play the fight music when fights break out. Or to play as the ship sinks, a yes. la the Titanic. <laughs> Can you imagine if the if in that actual movie they pan over and there's a there's a whole orchestra just like calmly playing My Heart Will Go On? Oh, they didn't play My Heart Will Go On. Isn't there? I've only I don't know. I've seen movie. that movie I've, maybe once. I haven't seen the movie. I just know that that is a thing that happened on the actual Titanic. The band played as the That's, ship sank. Wow! I did not know that. Yes. That's holy shit. I mean, I can look up the story if you really want me to, but <laughs> the, the so I mean, you know, I could be lying. I but. mean, the net of it all is is some powerful stuff. 
I don't know what they played, though. Well, they just chose to, instead of trying to save themselves, they're like, screw it, let's go out doing what we love, playing I music. Mean, yeah, that's more or less what they did, yes. That's... Cause they were, I don't want to say that's great, because it's a sad story, but the 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 place they arrived at mentally is great. Maybe. You don't Great's know. Great's the wrong word. Yeah, the place <laughs> they arrived... There are arri- so many better... You're also making some assumptions about where they arrived at. Who knows? They arrived at a place... Maybe they were compelled to play. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, well, let's, let's take a hard left off this subject. For new listeners... James and I exchange lists of ideas for podcasts, but before we exchange them, there we go. Okay, I was gonna stop. We you. should we should if, say the incant incantation is also the wrong word, but uh, no, that's it now. It's the incantation. Jim, do you want to make a podcast? Do you want, want to make a podcast? Do you want to make a podcast? Yes. <laughs> Here we are. I have a list for you. There you, go. you have a list for me. Uh, Wait, is is it this one or is it this one? It's not that. That's your handwriting. That's my handwriting, so therefore it's this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast all about backyard baseball's true goat, Angela Del Vecchio. It's true. The little sister of Tony Del Vecchio. Very good, yes. The, the Del Vecchios are, are a powerhouse of a family. The, blo- the the backyard sports run strong in their blood. Yes. I mean, we could generalize to all of backyard sports if we wanted to, but... I, I'm huge fans of Kenny Kawaguchi and... Uh, and Vicky Kawaguchi? Not so much Vicky, because I'm no, thinking yeah, more she's, backyard baseball. She's actually... Yes, yeah, she's very bad in backyard baseball. Kenny... He just... Kenny he Kawaguchi was a fucking ringer. He was good. great. And uh, that's what Angela Del Vecchio is, and Pablo Sanchez as well. No, Pablo. See, everybody loves Pablo as a Sanchez. pitcher, as a pitcher in backyard and baseball. He's like he's he is best he pitcher is, there is. Like objectively, they like stacked his like stats to make him better than everybody else. But yes, Angela Del Vecchio <laughs> is one of the best pitchers and hitters in that game. What about other sports? Is she like the goat across oh, no, the franchise? No, she stinks. She stinks. At almost almost all Everything the other sports, else. Uh, and honestly, she she stinks at fielding, and she can't run to save her life. <laughs> She's just but a all she does offense. All she does is throw strikeouts and, and hit, hit diggers. <laughs> All she had, uh, literally, she's always my first pick whenever I play because she's always my pitcher. I would love to go head to head with you, but that's not possible. In is that possible in backyard baseball? Can you play uh, somebody else, or is I it just the computer? I think so, but I never, I never because did it. Because I never utilized Angela Del Vecchio. Oh, she was the best. And I felt like my my team was always fairly stacked, so this would make them no, unstoppable. I would, I would, I would always pick like the same people. First off, I wouldn't pick pa- I specifically would not pick Pablo Sanchez because that's too OP. But I would pick like all the other good people. So I pick Angela Del Vecchio. You pick um, Kenny Kawaguchi. You take I do usually take Kenny Kawaguchi. You take uh, the most average person in that whole game is Sally Dobbs. You take Sally Dobbs. <laughs> um, I'm forgetting. If the you names. wanna, if you wanna spike her stats, you take Ronnie Dobbs. But then Ronnie Dobbs' uh, stats are even worse. Um, you take. I need oh. to look up the names of these backyard sports kids. You take 
uh, Maria Luna, I think was her name. Oh, she had the no, no. Vicky had the the. She Vicky came on had with the, the tutu. tutu. Maria is the one who loves pink, and if you make the team pink, her stats go through the friggin' roof. Wait, what? Is that a thing? Yes. You take both the twins. If the twins are on the same team, the Weber twins. If they're on the same team, I, their stats go through the roof. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And now I'm talking back here baseball 2000. I'm not talking back like I'm talking original. I'm talking like this this version of Kenny. Yes. Not this version. Definitely not that version. Uh, <laughs> this is great audio. Uh, I think we're talking <laughs> backyard sports 98 maybe or 2000. I feel like 2000 is. Yeah. I mean, so. I don't know if they did that in the 100% original Backyard Baseball yeah, version. I'm talking o- OG Backyard B. Uh, where's my guy? Ricky Johnson. All right, now Ricky oh, Johnson. Ricky Johnson. He is the most like innocent little guy. Yes. And his he's I feel like he's a fairly all-around player. Yeah, he's okay. 1997 to 2000. Yeah, so I'm talking like 97, yeah, yeah. 98 Backyard Baseball. I just liked the the appearance of Ricky Johnson. I think his football shaped head make me think yes. of Hey Arnold. I think he was really good in backyard football. Maybe because he had a football shaped head. Baseball was. Uh, sh- should we should we confine our conversation? Yes. If we go out of backyard baseball, I will have nothing to add. I played a I played a lot of backyard football as well. Backyard soccer. It was not, it was not as good. Soccer was a thing, but baseball I feel like lends itself to early video games because. There's like pauses. Yes. There's wait time built in. Yes. Yeah. So it was a much more experience, fun experience overall. Ricky Johnson was on my team. Let's just draft our teams right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at Sally Dobbs' hair. Oh man, Stephanie Morgan. Oh yeah, she was. She was. She thought she was better than she was, but she was still pretty good. She she never let me down. And sometimes just for fun, where's the kid with the pocket protector? Dimitri? Oh, yeah, Dimitri Petrovich, Petrovich. I think. My guy. I just love how Keisha Phillips. Oh, yes! Crushes the ball! Keisha Phillips was was is the tr- is the truest goat. <laughs> yes, I love her. Oh my god, Keisha. What what are these other pictures? I don't know. This is like That's this looks like a Bitmoji of them. Yeah, almost. That's bad. That does is not. Is that look what's cool. happening these days? Yeah, Backyard Baseball, nineteen ninety seven, always and forever. I'm a big Keisha Phillips fan. Ugh, I used to Keisha. always. I she was always my center in backyard football too. Backyard basketball. That was more like two thousand three. Like yeah, like in the yeah, later. Yeah, that, that was of the, the one they did at the end. I played that a lot. Okay, so let's look back to our our inspiration, our muse, Angela Del Vecchio. She, she would be at the top. And these are organized alpha, by, first by first name. Angie D. Let's look at. She's so she looks like a Girl Scout. Aw, just she like does, that innocent face. That is a compliment, because uh, she's a badass. Let's see. Backyard hockey. There was a backyard hockey. Oh, there was a backyard hockey. I played Since that. Since when? Some. Backyard baseball, two thousand seven. Oh wow. She's going down a water slide. When? What? What are these images? Angela, this caption bothers me. Angela in a swimsuit as seen in Backyard Baseball 2003. What was going on in that game where they no, were going that, down that's like, a water credits, slides? That's a credits image. If you win the championship, you get to go to a water park. Uh, that's what that is. Okay. I remember now. All right. Batting, pretty good. Running, as you said, can't run for shit. Pitching, she's just stacked. Yeah. 
I think... Yeah, there were only four balls in the original, so, like, right. you know. But then, yeah, if you look here... She's just... What game is this? She's That's Backyard Baseball the... 2000. The, so instead of four balls for each stat, they had, like, nine or ten. And well, so in she... this one, she's, like, maxed out. So I'm just... I'm wondering if this is, like, a static gif that's on every page, because it's looked like... Yeah, I don't know. Them. I don't know what her deal... What the deal is All right, is regardless... We're looking at a fandom wiki on uh, a phone. On, so. on the internet. So, Angela Del Vecchio, the true goat of backyard baseball. She's so good. She's always my first pick. I think always. She's like, phone's ringing. The phone. The it's, phone is ringing. It's Angie D calling. Yo, if she called, I would say you're on the team. <laughs> you've automatically made you, it. You've made the team. Dare I say, Angela Del Vecchio for president? <laughs> Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I don't know her qualifications there. Foreign policy. She has a four baseball ranking in foreign policy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, she would go over with the millennials. She would get the millennial vote out. Yeah. She'd be like, running? <laughs> with. <laughs> Running, she only has one baseball. Yes. She's not good She's... at running for president, but she would be a good president. Yes. The old, she would know how to Batting throw, throw and strikeouts and hit dingers. <laughs> but if she doesn't hit a dinger, she's doomed. Like She's, you, a, she's a go big or go home policymaker. Especially, especially like if if she like ran out of juice and you, she had to hit the ball, she would hit it to like deep left field <gasps> and hit it all the way to the wall. And they would still get her out at first base. Okay. She's so bad she's in, at running. She's in, like, she's giving a state of the union, and she's running out of speed. She's like, hang on. She turns over. She takes a hit out of that juice box, because you needed to actually give yeah. them more juice. <laughs> she's always seen with a juice box. She's always got, like, a baseball glove and a mitt when she's, like, in these Senate hearings. She just brings the like, heat. Mm, all right, bringing the heat back to the White House. <laughs> oh, I would. she has my vote. Yeah. Done. Write her in. Write her. Not this year. Don't. Not this don't, year. Don't do that. Don't actually do that. If she, I'll say this. If she's a majority non-Trump candidate, she has my vote. Not going to write her in. I'll write her in, you know, in 2025, maybe, depending on how things are going. 2025 is not the year of a presidential election. 2024? Yes. Yeah. I forget what it's like, if it's like the overlap, if... Well, so the the president wouldn't become president until 2025, but the election is the year is, prior. Is in 2024. Got it. The elections, a presidential election, uh, it worked out well. They're every four years, which means that they're only in years that are divisible by four. Did they do that on purpose? Uh, I doubt it. But the maybe, all-knowing they. Maybe. <laughs> the all-knowing they is like George Washington and Co. George Washington. And th in and this Co. case, in this case, we know who who they are. I also like to think part of the all-knowing they is the designers of backyard sports. They didn't design the presidential election, but they designed a good game. They designed the, my childhood in the late nineties. <laughs> I don't know if it. No, it does stand the test of time because, like, I've played it. Hell yeah, and and I still enjoy it. But like the things that they've released, I don't know if they're still making those. I don't. I I wish they did. It's a great. Really, what I want. So okay, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm just gonna. So, Humongous Entertainment, which owned Backyard Sports and like games, like point and click adventure games, mm -hmm. like 
Pajama Sam and Freddy Fish and Spy Fox. Was there a frog one too? Did they have a frog game? I'm ima- I'm remembering a, a frog character. I don't know. The uh, uh, Freddy Fish's friend was a green fish who looked kind of frog esque. Huh. Maybe. Putt Putt too. Don't forget Putt Putt. Yes. Anyway, these games, the point and click adventure games, a lot of them are now on Steam. Mm. And all I want is for the backyard sports games to come to Steam. Here we go. So I can play them. Emulator. It's an easy emulator download. It is an easy emulator download. And I think it's on like, this very computer we're recording on right now. I wait, really? Open, yeah, it is. Nice. <laughs> I'm afraid of what it would do if I opened it up while we're recording. I think it would just cause some crashes. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to do yeah, that today. No, no, but maybe no. once we're done recording, we fire it up. We'll run a let's play. Let's oh, do yeah. a let's play or something. I still play it every once in a while. It is it, back here. Baseball 2000 though was my jam. That was the one they added. They added. Um, Never played 2000. Only in 97. They. I think it was 2000. Might have been 2001. Uh, they added real athletes. Oh. As children, kids, like one, young Alex Rodriguez. One and- for there was Alex Rodriguez. One was one of them. Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson was like stupid tall. It was very funny. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Rollins represented the Phillies. Oh, get out! And but you liked that aspect? No, I didn't. Okay, I was gonna say because that, that kind of like. that takes it away. I I, I from Angie D. Well, anytime and Keisha Phillips. Anytime I set up a season, I would only draft non non. And, uh, <laughs> MLB and M- MLB kids. kids, but then the MLB kids would be on the other teams, so that way, like when I crushed them, yeah, uh, it even felt, more satisfying. Felt real good. Nice, huh? I think like the point and click, a point and click baseball game is the exact level of involvement I want to have in a sports video game. Yep. Instead of like the fast moving like. Yep. Maddens and NHLs. Oh, uh, yeah. With the, oh, like no. the, the NBA 2Ks and the Maddens. Nah, and stuff. B. There's too many buttons. There's so many Get buttons. Get out of here. Get out. It's just crazy. It's like, I can't. And there's no Angela Delvecchio. There is no to top Angela it all off. Delvecchio. <laughs> Unacceptable. I just, I just imagine her family has like a bakery, like Delvecchio's yeah. donuts. Or cannolis, Delvecchio's no, cannolis. Yeah, it would definitely be something more uh, Italian than donuts. I want cannolis so bad. When do I? I don't think there's ever a time I don't want a cannoli. Yeah. You're? Are you a cannoli boy? I'm not a can. I I eat cannolis, but I don't typically actively seek out cannolis because I don't. I just don't. I'm just not an Italian. My stomach literally started grumbling as we talked about cannolis. I mean, I'm always hungry for a cannoli. Well, that's the thing. Seek them out. They're they're difficult to they're not everywhere. But when the opportunity presents itself, do mm-hmm. you gravitate towards the cannoli? If presented an option between a cannoli and a different dessert, there are many scenarios where I would probably pick the cannoli. Hmm. Not all scenarios. But it also depends on, like, how much dessert I want, because the nice right. thing about a cannoli is that it's, like... Light. Pretty light. And like not... 12 of them. Yeah. Uh, now, I should clarify, a cannoli from Del Vecchio's, over same same set of circumstances. First off, first off, uh, the Del Vecchio cannoli is almost certainly a front. <laughs> almost certainly. 
Because you almost, know, you know, these kids' parents are in the mob. Almost certainly, but they're really, they're still really good. They're cannolis. still really good. I don't want to take away from how good they are. Yes, I just heard a story about that. That uh, it was like a one of those Facebook like listicles that's like somebody shared something on Reddit and then a bunch of people like shared stories. But like one of the stories was like this mob boss opened a pizzeria as a front to launder money. Uh, but their pizza got so popular that he quit the mob and just, and just made pizza. That is a beautiful story. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's the, that's the American dream right there. <laughs> well done. Oh man. I want to go to Del Vecchio's. That's like, that's like, imagine if Breaking Bad, uh, like, you know how they bought the car wash? How he became, he, he would have loved the car wash. Imagine if he just... Enjoyed washing enjoyed cars. washing cars. Full circle, stopped, he ends up back at the car wash. Yeah, stopped <laughs> cooking drugs. Mm. That would be very funny. It would. Imagine That's... Breaking Bad with a happy ending is basically what I'm getting at. That would be very funny. Yeah. I would watch that. Be Breaking Bread, where he just opens a bakery. Mm, I was going to call it Breaking Brad. Breaking Brad. And instead of Walter, it's Brad. Bradley. White. Brad White. Or Bra- Bradley Brown. Bradley Brown, I like that. Keep the keep the alliteration. I like that. Yeah, Mr. Brown. Yeah, science. Brad- Bradley Brown was <laughs> But instead of meth, what's he what's his drug? Is it still meth? We're keeping the rest of Breaking yeah. Bad. Let's go with DMT. He's just getting people LSD. At- LSD. A lot easier. Molly. LSD. Ecstasy. Ecstasy. E-E-E-E. Ecstasy. Thank you, Chris Lilly, for all that you've done. Summer Heights High. Great show. Um, Yeah. Breaking Brad. <laughs> Bradley Brown. So there we go. All right. There's, an- there's another one for the... Put that one... Put that one in the file. Put that one in the file. Breaking Brad. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, talking about Angela Del Vecchio. Del Vecchio. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look at this you got a list, list there. I got a list. Hold on. This is a this is a a podcast about me. It's called Sassy and Gassy. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, when I eat the bad foods, mm-hmm. my stomach is sad, mm. and then I get gassy, and and the and the gas is bad. This gas is whack. That didn't work. This gas is. This guess is alas. How could I uh, be this stinky? Uh, anyway, uh, that gas doesn't take away from my sass. Is the gas in and of itself sassy? Is it sassy gas? One could argue that when I'm gassy, I do become sassier because I have little... <laughs> I have less patience it's like for your bullshit. You you like say something sassy and to top off the sentence, it's like a burp. That's like your little smirk you give as you like fart as okay. you give the sm- sassy smirk. Mm-hmm. Instead of like snapping my fingers, I just yeah. rip one. <laughs> That's what I do as I walk away. I rip one and I walk away and then everybody's like, hey man, what the heck? And it's like, mm, you deserve it and Not you only- know it. 
You deserve it and you know it! Not only is this sass passive aggressive, it's passive aggressive. You're just yeah. <laughs> passing gas as you walk away. You crop dust the room. That was very that was very good. Passive passive aggressive. I did like that one. <laughs> that could be the name uh, of the podcast. That was a uh, yeah. It alternate name of the podcast. Sassy and gassy or colon passive aggressive. Aggressive. Uh, yeah, not aggressive. Aggressive is different. Also, if you're gardening. Or if you're smoking doobies. Ooh. Oh, man. There's so much gas to g- gas in this tank. <laughs> gas me up, baby! <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, look out when I get sassy and gassy. Get, when you get sassy, pl- when Blossman gets sassy, plug your nose, kids. Because I'm coming for you. Because he's letting it all out. I'm letting it all out! <laughs> Letting it all out. Woo! Toot, toot, toot. Aw, that's a cute. At least they sound adorable. They are. They're pretty cute. Toot, toot. Cute toots. Toot. <gasps> cute toots. That's that's something. <laughs> There's something there. There's definitely something. That's a there. podcast where the backyard baseball kids are just farting. <laughs> Little cute toots. <laughs> cute toots. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or like Cabbage Patch Kids or like, I, I don't know, you. insert some cute nostalgic thing. They're farts. Nice. Barney and Friends, Barney and Farts. All right. Now cute you're reaching. Yeah, well, those would be cute toots if like, if like Baby Bop or, you know, let out of a little fartsy. Wow, Baby Bop and BJ. And BJ. What did BJ stand for? Did we ever get that? Uh, Gonna look it up. Yeah, please look it up. Give it a goog. Because I just asked the question. <laughs> What did BJ stand for? Yeah, watch your watch your phraseology <laughs> there on Google oh, for sure. Oh no. Okay. Barney the dinosaur. Just do Barney the dinosaur BJ, and then you'll get a Wikipedia article for it. Okay. I got a nice wholesome answer from Google. Oh, thank goodness. I the the Google query was what did BJ in quotes stand for Barney. That Barney at the it's, end of the that, phrase. That's crucial. That's a key part. Crucial. Kids. BJ stands for Barney Jr. All right. Whoa, whoa, Pause. whoa. BJ and Baby Bop are Barney's children? I, My whole world has yes, been rocked. That, that I'm shook. Where's that who's means, their mom? That means a couple things. One, that means oh, that there's... Fuck, uh, fuck. This, means, is com- this is a whole rabbit hole. Do we need to... Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Do you realize what this means? We need to find Barney's wife. I was going to go a little bit bluer than that, but yeah. That means Barney has had intercourse? Yes, that's what I was going <laughs> with. Yes. You ma- and he's, you imagine he's smiling that entire time. Yes. Barney's wife. Oh, I should... Uh, that's... Then we got spoiler. The yeah, result for that got, query yeah. was Robin Shabatsky. Uh Spoiler! You already said it. I said it, but yeah, it's good. (laughs) You imagine a podcast where you always say spoiler after saying a spoiler. To be fair, we have done it before. To be fair, yes, we have. And i've I've gotten I've gotten flack for it. (laughs) Oh man, it's still not enough. Okay. Oh, here we go. Uh, Barney the dinosaur. You have to say Barney the dinosaur. Baby Bob's mom. Come on, Bob's Burgers results. Uh, you're you're killing me. You're killing me, Google. All right, let's try Barney. As you said, Barney and friends, baby, bop, mom. Okay, 
seeing as I'm going to give this one chance before I pronounce my theory. Here we go. Good look at the wiki. Baby Bob is a minor character in the Backyard Gang video series. Minor? <laughs> Patriarchy. Oh, and a main... Oh, I'm sorry. And a main character main... in the Barney and Friends television show. There we go. She is a bright green triceratops and one of Barney's best friends. See? This is... We have competing information. We have conflicting information. arguments. Where's the fake news? Hold on. In that case, you have to go to... You have to go to... Um... According to co-creator, Barney... According to the co-creator to Barney, Cheryl Leach, Baby Bob was created as a foil character to Barney, whereas Barney is outgoing but down-to-earth. Baby Bob is very sh shy but can be ecstatic at times due to her young age. Her uh, Baby Bob was two years old but turned three, and look at me, I'm three. Okay, I like this version more. Here we go. Other alternative, alt-alternative, Barney just doesn't kiss and tell. So we don't know who their mom is. Uh-huh. We need to go to the wiki for the wiki entry for BJ now and see if it says the same thing. <laughs> BJ is a seven-year-old male, yellow male protoceratops who has been on the show since season two. See, this says BJ is a good friend of Barney's uh -huh. and the older brother of Baby Bob, whom he frequently calls Sissy. Though on rare occasions, he does call her by name. He is also Riff's cousin. I don't know who's who Riff. Riff. Let's find out. There's a link. Whoa! <laughs> that is a thing of nightmares. Riff is a six-year-old oh, orange. Oh, no. Uh, Hadrosaurus, who is Baby Bop and BJ's cousin and a friend of Barney's. So I think what we're establishing is that Barney is not, does not, uh, he is, he is not a father. No, he's a father figure. Yes. But not a father. <laughs> also, there was a movie that I loved as a child that I just remember featured Barney and a rainbow egg, but, and it was like intense as hell. Uh, but I don't remember anything else about it. I'm still reeling from the image of Riff. I was, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to listen to what you had to say, but he is terrifying. Looks like a creepy Charmander. Yeah, wait, let's see. When was, when was Riff introduced? Yeah, I went back way too far. What the hell? He was clearly introduced after you and I stopped watching the show. Creation. Yeah, in 2006. Well, in no two, in wonder. In 2006, he was added to the live show Barney Live. Let's go on tour. Huh. Albeit after eight months. He made his first, made TV, his appearance. first TV appearance in Let's Make Music. With his introduction being in the web episode Welcome Cousin, Cousin Riff. Riff. This season, was season 10. Which yes, did air in 2006. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the design. Oh, God. He's just terrifying. Wait, yeah. So, first off, we need to... Uh, we have to go deeper. We're going deeper, baby. <laughs> Into the rabbit hole. I want... I want... I want a category here. See, characters. That's what I want. Dinosaurs. Uh, that's it. Riff is the only new addition. All right. Thank goodness. Oh, I don't think I could deal with another... Wait, animal characters? What are animal characters? What? Oh, Scooter, Scooter McNutty? McNutty? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> the 
This is so strange. I mean, this is just a, a squirrel puppet. Oh, you know I mean? man. These are terrifying. He's a character who appeared in seasons four to six of Barney and Friends. He's a squirrel who lives <laughs> next door in the tree where Miss Etiquette lives. Etiquette? Etiquette. Ah, I get it. Oh, here it, we go. He's known for his scatterbrained adventures, which are the consequences of acting first and thinking later. I need to see what Miss Etiquette looks like. Yeah, wait. I can just click on this. Yes. Miss Etiquette. Whoa! These are yeah! wonderful. Yes, this is the poshest bird puppet uh, I've seen in my entire life. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Miss Etiquette is a bird character who appears in seasons four through six of Barney and Friends. She speaks with a southern accent and lives in a treehouse with Scooter McNutty. She was puppeteered and voiced by Bryce Armstrong. Good job, Bryce. Well done. Ah. In case you didn't know, Miss Etiquette's name is a play on the word etiquette. etiquette. <laughs> she usually gives very good advice, and bad things often happen to those who do not heed her advice. She's a fucking oracle? Scooter. She's a soothsayer? Scooter McNutty. Is she an oracle, or she just says common sense things that usually tend to be true? I'm going to go with the first one. She can see the future. One of the most notable instances of this effect appears in the episode Circle of Friends. As Miss Etta warns BJ about not eating too much, he promptly ignores this, overeating, and eventually learning that she was right all along. Predicting the future. Wow. Oh, there's a Booker T oh, bookworm. Okay, I only my heart can only take one more of these. Let's go. Do you want to see All right, do yes. you want to see Booker yes. T bookworm? Yes. Oh! <laughs> He's got glasses and a bow tie. This dude. Oh, uh, he's so good. First appearance, it's time for counting. It's time for counting. What year was this? 1998. Okay, so he's I'll consider him original. Well, not. I'll yes, say he, he's he, like he's he's a character who part of the old guard in several episodes of season five. Nice. Oh man. Oh, love it. All right. Well, well, maybe we'll Woo. revisit the other animal characters another time. Righto. Man, I don't really know what to do with this information. I just but... need to sit with it for a good minute. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would. Barney and Friends is one of those things that, like, I barely remember. You know what I mean? Yes. And part of me would want to go back and watch it as an adult just to be like, is this as buck wild as it probably actually is? What are you, what, what are you doing now? You got time? You can sit around playing backyard baseball and, and watch also it, watch Barney, Barney and Friends? Friends? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> there are saying, worse ways to spend an I'm saying, afternoon. This is a podcast, baby. All right. Well, we'll, we'll work on that. In the meantime, thank you for stopping by, kids. Put it in the file! Uh, five stars, uh, reviews. Uh, Do it. Venmo. We're always on Venmo. Do it. Give us a call now. We have that we phone number. We have that number. phone number. Where's Wait, the, hold on. The let's, say, let's say it. We haven't, we haven't said it yet. Yes. Hold on. We let will me, speak. Let me, pull it, let me pull it up real quick. Speaketh the phone Here. number. Phone number is 856-441-3. Three zero five two. Drop us some love. We haven't gotten any voicemails yet. What the heck? That's eight five six four four one three zero 
Five two. It's in the it's in the show notes too. You can just remember that your phone there. also works as a device to call and leave voicemails, kids. We like the personal touch. Please and thank you. And that means your voice could be on the podcast. We'll if feature you, it if you wanted it to be. You would, you know. Yeah. Well, let's just assume that everyone who calls in wants their stuff on the show. Oh yeah, that's fair. Where we have to call them back. Big like, excuse me. No. Yeah. Can we play that voicemail? Because we're not doing that. Yeah. This all goes under the the impression that you want your stuff on the show. Uh. And non-disclosure forms, all legal protections. I invoke all legal protections. Thank you. That's how the law works. Give your moms a hug. Bye, mom. Bless. Bye, mom. I love you. Bye. I don't need your mile long bridge. Williamsburg is too expensive. Fuck the A train. No, I'm just never going back Unless you force me to smoke crack Or do 